Hi, Redheads and everyone else listening. I'm Stephanie. I'm Adrian, and we have such a cool podcast today, and we're really excited because it's in the hair category. And if you've been following us on social, you know that we are releasing our very own finely glossy Redhead Shine and Luminosity Shampoo next Friday, June 16th. So we'll talk about that more at the end of this episode. But we wanted to really spread the love about hair, about scalp. Stephanie is very passionate about scalp too. And Mm -hmm. she will talk about this, but she really loves to put products in the H2 bar box because that's her job. She's the head of partnerships at How to Be a Redhead. So she loves the brand. Yeah. Aramis is a awesome hair care brand. They are in the well we're in the spring deluxe h2 bar box my mind's always thinking ahead try to really think about that but with their scalp purifying um shampoo that you incorporate you know we're hoping that all subscribers listening um have incorporated it into their hair care routine and we'll go into detail because Um, it's something that we don't really or have not really ever talked about um so Yes. So Aramas is um, an awesome hair care brand. And I think that we found them, gosh, I can't even remember, maybe just looking online on scalp, you know, brands that focus on the scalp, because we know that depending on the time of year, you could be suffering from um, maybe flaky scalps, dry scalps, dandruff, psoriasis, whatever it may be. And they offer an array of products that help with your scalp. So we're really excited because if you think about it too, your scalp is, you know, really set yourself, your hair up for success, so to say, because it's the foundation of your hair. So, um, so yeah, I think that it's something that I've always struggled with, especially leading into the fall when the weather starts getting dry and cold by my hairline, I always get, flakiness. And I've used a couple of their products that they've sent us and I have noticed a really big difference and they also smell great. And I think that's really important is finding a brand that actually works, especially when you're putting it on your scalp. So, And it affects your red hair. I mean, like, you know, anyone who's listening to this podcast wants their red hair to look great. And we'll ask them too, like, what does a scalp have to do with red hair? And I don't know if we already said this too. We are so wrapped up in our launch for next week, right, Steph? I I feel like we're all over the place. But the Spring Deluxe H2 Barbox subscribers received the Aramas Juniper Scalp Purifying Liquid Shampoo. So that is the product that we will be talking about with them. But because we are actually getting ready to also next week ship out the Summer Deluxe H2 Bar Box, which is one of the best boxes that we've ever sent out. So that will be a whole separate podcast, a whole separate thing. But before we end kind of our spring box time, we really wanted to get Aramas on this podcast and talk to them. So we are talking with Catherine and Mimi, and they're actually going to be calling in straight from Taiwan, which is going to be really, really cool. So they're based in Taiwan. Uh, Mimi is the chief sustainability officer, deputy manager, and Catherine is the global sales and marketing manager. So they are the women to talk to about all things scalp, all things 
about the brand, all of the questions you might have about the particular product if you're an H2 Barbox subscriber and you want to know about this product. To give you a little background on them, Mimi is the co-founder of Macro High. It's spelled out M-A-C-R-O-H-I, and we will put this information in the podcast notes. But she is currently the CSO and Vice President of the Overseas Development Department. Um, she's the only Asian board member of the Be Beauty Coalition. She works to care for human beings in the earth through the natural plant extracted scalp care products. So she does a lot. She's really focused on beauty. Um, she's super energetic and she put that in her bio and she encourages her partners to work together for a more sustainable world. So we love that. And then Catherine is also going to be joining us. And so there's going to be four of us speaking, which will be really fun. And she is a hopelessly enthusiastic person for all beautiful things. And she loves beauty. She even has her own beauty blog. She's a trainer and speaker at medical conventions and she loves a challenge and loves trying new things. So I love it too, Steph. How cute is this? She put her life philosophy can be summed up in her favorite poem, which says, if you shed tears when you miss the sun, you also miss the stars. Oh my gosh. That's so how beautiful. Cute. How, how cute. cute. So as we go into this next two weeks of focusing on hair, the deluxe boxes that are shipping out, we thought it would be so fun to call Catherine and Mimi straight from Taiwan and get their 411 on how important scalp health is for redheads and our beautiful, beautiful red hair. So let's call them up. Now available eyebrow and lash products for redheads created by us, Adrian and Stephanie. Clean, paraben-free, vegan, made in the USA. Discover eyebrow gels and a precision pencil in universal red for all redheads. Mascaras in auburn and brown with the tint of red and so much more. Shop it all at shop.howtobearedhead.com. Hi, Mimi and Catherine. It's How to Be a Redhead. How are you doing? I'm good. I'm good. Hi, I'm doing great. Hello, Stephanie. Hi. Hi. We are so excited to have you on our podcast. We want to get right into it. So first, we want to thank you for being included in the Spring Deluxe H2 Bar Box. Our subscribers have been loving your Juniper Scalp Purifying Liquid Shampoo. And we were excited to include it because it's a scalp pre-shampoo, which is a really cool idea that we're, you know, pre-shampoo is something that I don't think a lot of our subscribers were even familiar with. So... To, to kind of break that down, the product removes um, excess scalp buildup, soothes inflammation, combats dandruff. So can we kind of briefly go into what it exactly is scalp health? Um, why does a healthy scalp equal healthy hair? And then go into what are the exact steps someone should be taking to care for their scalp? Because I think a lot of people who may be listening don't understand that healthy hair stems from a healthy scalp. So why is that? Well, this is a very good question. We always like to say that um, the scalp is like the soil and the hair is mm. like the tree and the leaves. So if you don't have a good soil, you cannot have beautiful leaves. So mm. scalp health plays a crucial role in maintaining healthy hair. A healthy scalp provides the foundation of strong, lustrous hair growth. When the scalp is in good condition, it creates an environment that promotes hair growth and maintains the overall health of the hair follicles. So here are some suggestions of the steps 
that we can take care of our scalps. The first one will be exfoliation. We think regular exfoliation of the scalp helps to remove dead skin cells. So it's just like blocking、mm. your door. If you cannot open your door, the sebum or the oil cannot get out, and the nutrition cannot get inside. So we should unlock、uh, hair follicles and promote a healthy environment for hair growth. So we can use a soft brush. To gently massage the scalp in circular motions before we wash the hair, but we do not recommend to use a scalp scrub. We think that is a little bit too intense. So we suggest to use a purifying liquid shampoo, like the Aromas Juniper Scalp Purifying Liquid Shampoo,、mm. to clean the scalp and removes excess sebum, dirt, and product、uh, product buildup. And clean. The second step is clean. We can choose a gentle shampoo with single function. It's important to choose products that are significantly formulated for the scalp to avoid drying or irritating it. And the third step would be moisturizing, just like our skin rituals. So scalp is the same, right? The same skin. Your scalp needs moisture to、mm-hmm. stay hydrated and healthy. Using a scalp conditioner, a tonic. Or a restorer to provide nourishment and hydration to the scalp. So we can look for products that contain ingredients like aloe vera, tea tree oil, jojoba oil, or、uh, with some glycerinic acid to、um, help us to、um, anti-inflammation, help us have more、uh, moisture and more calming scalp. And also, we suggest to avoid harsh chemicals and to balance the scalp pH by using low pH shampoo and products.、Mm. Okay, yeah, I love that we're talking about this topic because I think, you know, on our skin, we there's obviously talk about you know what skincare products to use to have great skin, but a lot of people like. Adrian and I were talking about this prior to getting on with you, ladies. That. You don't think about that. Your skin is your scalp, yeah, and yeah. to treat it like you say, exfoliating. I'm sure so many listeners are like exfoliating your hair or your scalp. That's that may seem kind of odd for some people, but it makes total sense because it is your skin, and it is the foundation to create healthy hair. So. That makes sense, you know. Coming from someone where during the seasons, I want to say every fall, my scalp starts to kind of flake around my hairline, and I do notice that that happens with the dry. I think just the changing of the seasons, and then,、um, but it always happens during the fall, and I do notice that my hair doesn't look that great when my scalp is irritated and dry. Adrian, I know、yeah. that you don't really experience. Too much sensitivity on your scalp, but it it makes total sense. It's just it's something where I've had to learn to include like the pre shampoo that I'm obsessed with, but the juniper I had to really implement that in my hair care routine, and it took some effort because I was so used to just using a regular shampoo and conditioner all my years, you know. So I think it's just right getting into that healthy routine. How does someone know if they are listening and they have maybe they think they have dandruff, psoriasis, or other scalp-related issues? How can someone kind of differ from those 
skin scalp conditions versus someone like how I just said, who just struggles with dryness during the changes of the season yearly. Yes. A different scalp related issues can have distinct symptoms, but it's always best to consult with a dermatologist or a professional hairdresser for an accurate diagnosis. However, here are some common signs and symptoms associated with dandruff, psoriasis, or other scalp related issues. So first, like dandruff, uh, when we uh, have dandruff, we can see white or yellow flakes on the scalp and hair. And some people will have itchy scalp and scalp may feel dry or oily mm. because we have dry dandruff and oily dandruff. And flakes may be visible on clothing. So actually it's quite obvious if we have dandruff. Sometimes we mm. cannot see that. Right. But, um, yeah, but our partner or friends can see that. And the second one, would yeah, be yeah. the psoriasis. When we, when we suffer from psoriasis, we will have thick silvery scalps on this, uh, scales on the scalp. And we will have red or inflamed patches on the scalp. And we feel itchy or soreness. And also scalp mm. may be dry and flaky. So psoriasis is like that. And another thing is seborrheic dermatitis. Seborrheic dermatitis mm, is similar yeah. to dandruff, but it causes uh, yellow flakes more on the scalp, and your scalp is very oily and greasy, and also itchy, and uh, some area will have red skin, red spots, and flakes may be present on the eyeballs, face, or other areas, areas with oil glands. And then hair loss. Hair loss, uh, it's a... Uh, a lot of people's question and they, they are also worried, mm. do I have hair loss? And there are several ways that we can see that. If you have increased hair shedding, you may notice an ex excessive amount of hair shedding during activities such as shampooing, brushing, or styling. It is a sign. Or you have thinning hair, uh, gradual thinning of the hair is a common sign of hair loss. And receding hairline, Hair loss can cause the hairline to recede, resulting in a more prominent forehead or a change in the shape of the hairline. Or uh, both patches or patchy hair loss or changes in hair texture. Or you can see excessive hair on pillows, clothing, or in shower drains. If you consistently mm. notice an unusual amount of hair on your pillows, clothing, uh, it will be a sign of hair loss. And also, if you have family history of hair loss, then we have to look into it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I know. And I know it's a very popular topic when it comes to hair thinning with our audience. Um, and it differs on the age range, I think. But a lot of our followers who are going through like menopause, postpartum, they'll write into us and say, you know, I'm dealing with hair thinning, what do I do? So those tips, so what tips would you give to someone that is dealing with postpartum hair loss or menopausal hair loss? Okay, uh, if, uh, if we face hair loss, normally we have to see if you have a family issue of hair loss. If that's heritage, okay. Okay. then it, 
it, it will happen. Okay, sooner or later it would happen. And uh, but if it's um, if it's uh, because of your uh, your health issue, that's a different thing. You have to change your diet and also uh, your living, uh, your daily living.、Um, it all affects. And normally, we will first suggest suggest to clean your scalp right, because many people use the wrong way to clean their scalp. Just like、uh, mm. using shampoo, we use shampoo frequently, but many people don't know we have to wash the scalp twice every time. We have to shampoo twice I,、yeah. every time. Yes,、okay. and we have to use exfoliating shampoo weekly. Or at least once per two weeks, because、um, because if your follicles are blocked, then you can imagine the hair root cannot breathe, and if the hair root cannot breathe, it will get thinner. Then afterwards, it fall out. So it causes a lot of hair loss, and a lot of hair loss comes from wrong shampooing. Yeah, because even a lot of people、mm, use、okay. a creamy shampoo on the scalp. It's very easy to to、uh, block the sebum. Yeah, you know my my、so. husband. He would hate that I was talking about this, but <laughs> he hates、um, he hates that he's losing some of his hair. So he actually men most yeah men, most men right. So he right. was recommended、yeah. this certain this certain like men regrowth. Product right, and it's actually pretty cool. They you need a sample of your hair, and you send it to the lab. And what they told him was that luckily he still has a lot of hair follicles where he thinks he's thinning, which is good news. But the reason for his hair loss, or at his age, because he's thirty, almost thirty-seven, is because his hair has had too much oil from wearing too many hats, sports.、Yeah. And I never realized that too much oil can actually cause men to have hair thinning or even go bald. Wow! Yeah, isn't that crazy? Not that he wants me、mm. to like air his dirty laundry, but like <laughs> he has to be careful with with hair oil and shampooing is very important. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god! If you cannot clean your scalp right, then. Um, you you cannot absorb any nutrition. So whatever you put、uh, another serum or tonic on your scalp, it cannot absorb, it cannot work because it's all blocked by the oil. So it's very important to do the exfoliating、yeah. and clean your scalp right. Yeah, that is so important. So we thought that we'd go through each one of asking. What you think of the following scalp care advice? Many are preaching to use online, especially what we're seeing on TikTok. So there are four of them, and we thought that we'd go through each one because I think it's something where we're seeing a lot of these,、um, and we want to know your advice. So the first one is no poo. Is ideal for keeping the scalp healthy. I think that is the concept originally from Japan. The way of you know living in nature, so they don't use the styling products like you know styling wax、mm. or styling mousse, the things like that. But as we know that as a human being, we got the oil secretion is a normal thing, right? So that's、mm-hmm. the things happen every day. 
especially in the summer when the temperature goes really high, then you know the speed of the oil secretion will get in faster. So we will suggest that it really depends on the, what kind of environment and the weathers. And but I think there are so few people can do that. Actually, yeah. Okay. The people, okay. So yeah. okay. So okay. Okay. So you're saying that people only so many people can do no shampoo, but most people should do shampoo, and that it's just really. It's just it's it's been maybe a fad in the in the beauty industry to say no poo, but really you should clean your scalp. Really poo, (laughs) really really poo, (laughs) really poo. Especially the people they they like the sports. They they, they're wearing the hat. You know they were really all the obvious secretion. So it's very dangerous to do no poo. Okay. Okay. And how about shampooing the scalp with conditioner? Can moisturize the scalp? Yes or no? That's a no. Shampoo. I have to read that twice. No, no, no. (laughs) Yeah. See that? I would never. I would never use a conditioner to shampoo my scalp. But actually, I saw once in the PDS, that's the Philippine uh, Dermatologist Society Convention, and I learned Mm. a lady there. She she really used the conditioner because you know the association people. I can understand. I can understand that mm. association people. They really think the hair is the the face, and that's the first sign of beauty. So they choose to use the conditioner for shampoo. Actually, oh okay, oh. okay, because they want like temporary. Okay. They want temporary shine. Yeah, but long term, it's not going to work out. Exactly. So we have to go yeah. back to to um the you know the conditioner with the moisturizing uh ingredient that is very good for the hair so that's the separate thing from the scalp so once we think about how to properly clean our scalp then we use the proper shampoo the single function shampoo not the double function because the double function will be looking like creamy a little bit silky Right, it's not transparent, mm. but it's very dangerous because it would possibly to clog our pore, our follicle. Mm. So, in the end of the day, if we, you know, long time to use the conditioner to do the shampoo, so we will just clogging the pole and get the thinning hair yeah. and eventually get the hair loss. Yeah. So, right. Okay. Right. 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 Yeah. Yeah. So if you if you shampoo with conditioner, you're eventually going to get hair loss. So do you agree with the fact? Okay. So we know that we need to shampoo twice and we need to keep the scalp healthy. Do you agree with just putting the conditioner just on the ends and not really introducing it to the scalp? Exactly. Is that really yes? Yeah. Really mm. Okay. Yeah. Exactly. So yeah. So, yeah. You know, that's okay. a separate thing. So we need to deal with yeah. the, the proper way. Yeah. yeah. Right. 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 And how how about brushing your hair and using dry shampoo? What do you think about those those two hot topics? I think that we see so much out there on dry shampoo. So should you brush your hair? Yeah. I think we do. Everybody should brush our hair every day or you know just okay as and then, Min, uh, Mimi mentioned that we use the soft and the gentle uh uh the brushes to do a proper 
massage, right. then you know the blood circulation will be better. That means more oxygen will go to our follicles and, you know, make it more energy. And, you know, once it, it comes more energized, then, you know, it's getting, the skull will getting better. So it will get the more strength to hold all the hairs. So I think we should not blend on the brush because what we see is the, the, right. the result the, the hair on the brush or, you know, in, in the bathroom. But, you know, we have to face that everyone got, the, you know, body metabolism every day. So it's very mm. normal that we get the hair loss like 100 to 150 hair per day. Oh, 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 we lose, we lose that we much. We lose 100 to 150 strands yeah, a day. Exactly. Wow. So don't be nervous once wow. we sewed, you know, because we are long hair. For the ladies, you got a long hair. Yeah. So once it, yeah. it, it falls down, then it, it looks very terrible. It looks so scary, but it's normal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's really normal. It's normal. It's normal to lose hair, to, but not. <laughs> yeah, but but not but not a lot. Yeah, <laughs> but exactly. uh, but yeah. that's the common. Yeah. yeah, because we have a different okay. stage for the follicle. It will just fall down. It's really normal for the cycling. But uh, right. I would say that if you notice that um, the the volume of the uh, lost hair is much more than before, like last week then we need to go to see the doctor. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That's what, that's what. Okay. If it's like, yeah. Yeah. I think a good tip too, is if you're running your, just your fingers through your hair and bunches are coming out. Yeah. That's a really good sign that you should go to the doctor because I think it's normal that like, yeah, like I can probably pull out a few right now and like few will just fall out or throughout the day. And when I'm showering or when I'm brushing my hair, but when you're actually able to pull hair out and it just is coming out, then that's a sign that you need to consult with a physician. Yeah. Yeah. And talking about the dry shampoo, uh, if I don't yeah. uh, understand wrong, that will be made, most of them made by the cornstarch. And the cornstarch will just accumulate on our um, pore. Product yeah, buildup. Exactly. So I would say if the lady, they are going to uh, update shortly. And, you know, for the styling concern or, you know, the, the, you know, think about they, they have the temporary fluffy hair, they can do that. But it's not suggest to use it too often. And once we mm. the dry shampoo, then I would suggest um, they need to do the proper shampooing with water immediately right after they're Right. Yeah. Okay. Right, right, right. Yeah, so make that, sure you're that, really that cleansing your hair. Yeah. Because when I use, yeah, I'm a big dry shampoo person. Really? And I have to really, I, <laughs> but I, but I only, but I make sure well, to really your, wash my hair. With your traveling. Yeah. When I'm traveling. You love it with traveling. Yeah. 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 Yes. But I, but I really wash my hair like two times plus to really get it out of my hair. Cause I actually don't like the feeling of it, but I like the way it looks. So um, yeah, I am. I am on your side, Catherine and Mimi. I'm. <laughs> I'm always watching yeah, well, it. <laughs> and then a couple years ago, I I remember a friend sent me an article that one of these dry shampoos that were on the market um, here in the U.S. I don't know if it was a worldwide, if it made news, or if they're 
um, also overseas. I think it was a pretty big dry shampoo company where they were actually showing signs of hair loss with their consumers. And my friend sent it to me because she thought that I used it and I don't really use dry shampoo, but she was an avid user of this dry shampoo. So I don't know what happened. I didn't follow it, but I remember Mm -hmm. hearing that and thinking like, wow, like there's some ingredients in some of these dry shampoos that are actually causing hair loss. So that's something that is alarming, I would say. Yeah. So yeah, that's crazy. Actually. Yeah. We can imagine that the dry shampoo is just like the, uh, the blocking, uh, ingredients, Mm, like powder, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's claiming that it can absorb excess Mm -hmm. oil, excess sebum, but then actually it's blocking it from, uh, secretion. Mm -hmm. So you will not see a lot of oil comes out in another way we can imagine is like closing your door and not letting you out. So, so you cannot get out. Right, so yeah. you cannot breathe. So of course, it will yeah. cause quite a lot of scale problems and leads to hair loss because it cannot breathe. Mm, that makes total sense. And then before we wrap up, we wanted to ask: How can you know redheads have sensitive skin? Um, most redheads and sunburn easily. So with um, summer and spring, of course, you know, protecting the scalp is really important. Adrian and I always talk about like the worst sunburn that we ever had growing up and we never forget it. And leading to that is I've had like really bad scalp sunburns in my childhood. So something else that you don't forget um, because they're so painful. So for redheads listening, how can they protect their scalp from sun damage. Um, Because I think that's something that people don't think about. You know, they put sunscreen on their body, but then their scalp might get sunburned, which is extremely painful. So what are some tips? Yeah. All right. Um, For red hair, I think uh, they are more tend to be sensitive skin and more prone to sunburn. And some, some tips to protect your scalp from the sun uh, the first one I will give is wear a hat, <laughs> wear right. a wide yeah. right. Right, right, hat, right. yeah, or a cap can can provide shade to your scalp. It can prevent direct exposure to the sun's rays, and so I think hats are quite important. And then the second one will be use uh, sunscreen. So it's like um. A, a kind of spray, like some protection factor, we can find some yeah. products in spray, right? Yep. So, yeah, on the scalp. And then also uh, seek shades when we go out, spend time outdoors, try to seek shaded uh, areas to minimize right. direct exposure to the sun. And I don't know about you because <laughs> uh, Asian ladies, when there are uh, a big sun, <laughs> Almost a lot of them, they will use umbrella. Oh, yeah. I know. I, I love that. I, I love, love that. Really. Asian women Almost do that. Every of them. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, I remember one time when we go to the river and, um, you know, we are having good time on the boat. And suddenly um, um, th- there is a big sun come out and every girl brings out their umbrella on the boat. It's so funny. <laughs> that is amazing. Oh we need to do yeah. that in America. I know. I wish that yeah. was more. I wish that was just more common in America because 
it's something that you don't see, but I would totally just whip out my umbrella because it makes total sense. It gives you ultimate sun protection. Exactly, especially in Taiwan <laughs> and the Asian country, the people, the girls think you know the white skin is the beauty. The the same pretend. Okay, that's a beauty standard. Yeah. Okay, so redheads would totally fit in. Most of us. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Adrian and I included. Exactly. We have the special made uh, umbrella that is UV protection. Oh, oh really? Yeah. That's true. Yeah, that's true. And also another reminds is to avoid irritants. Certain hair care products, such as shampoos, conditioners, or styling products. Uh, may cause harsh um, or allergic that can irritate the scalp. So we we need okay. to use uh, gentle, fragrance-free, or uh, natural ingredients products. Mm. And then uh, a lot of moisture is important mm. after after the sun uh, because dryness can contribute to scalp itching. So regularly moisturize the scalp with a gentle scalp conditioner, or tonic, or treatment to keep it hydrated. It's quite important. Also, avoid scratching. Yeah, please do not scratch after mm. after the sun. Yeah, because it will cause further irritation and oh. lead to more itchy and more inflammation. Oh yeah! Ouch. Ouch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, great. I know. Great tip. So, okay. So we wanted to end. Um, I feel like we could talk to you ladies about scalp health and hair, you know, all day because Adrian and I are obviously so passionate about it. Um, what is your number one practice in your daily hair care routine for great scalp and healthy hair for all of our listeners? What's your one, your w- number one tip? All right. So, uh, you know, as a, ther- a scalp therapist, I would say cleansing. Oh, you know, what we done for our face mm-hmm. is what we done for our scalp. So it's, we have to say the important things three times. So it's shampooing, shampooing, and shampooing. So we have to use okay. the right shampoo for the shampooing, like scalp, the healthy scalp routine. Okay, so every time we do the shampoo, we do the second wash. And then we just use the... Mm-hmm. on our hair strand all right and then okay. we just uh do the like um the scalp routine for the liquid shampoo for the purification deeply like uh, three days or once a week it really depends on what is the scalp type is so for the oil scalp maybe three days we need to use the liquid shampoo and for the dry scalp or sensitive scalp is my it's maybe like uh, 10 days or even two weeks do the liquid shampoo for the purification yeah okay yeah those are great tips especially for like a 101 basis um which i think is really important because scalp health is so is equals healthy hair good scalp exactly so once we uh especially when we after we experienced the liquid shampoo the the other day a lot of people share with us that they're they can feel their their hair is really fluffy and really like a model in on the road so yeah it's also can increase the confidence and the secondly things I would say, uh, maybe we should use the sh- uh, the spray, the scalp spray. 
So it can strengthen the hair roots and enhance the refreshing feeling, and it can control the、uh, bacteria, and also we it can help the blood circulation with some massage. So I think secondly, we can use what we do. It what we do to face is what we do to the scalp. So serum, tonic, spray is also very important to do it in the in the morning and in the evening. Yeah. Okay. Awesome! Wow, that's great. And one last question: What? How many times should someone? You know, I know everyone has different hair types, but how many times a week should someone shampoo? I was going to ask that, Adrian. Yeah.、Mm-hmm. Just it's just such a common question that everyone talks about. Like,、yeah. how many times do you wash your hair? I know everyone's hair is so different, but okay, that's a very big. That question, is a very、actually. good question. <laughs> yeah, and actually, I want to emphasize. Uh, following Catherine's answer,、uh, you have to choose the right shampoo consist to your scalp type, not to your hair type, but to your scalp、oh. type. Because some oh, people will、okay. think, "Oh, I have damaged hair. Should I use moisturizing shampoo, or should I use like、uh, the shampoo with a lot of nutrition?" But actually, we have to look to your scalp. A lot of people have oily scalp, but damaged dry hair, right? So we need to use、mm. shampoo with anti-oil function. So back to the question: How many times should we shampoo per week? We have to see if you have oily scalp. We will suggest you shampoo every day. So how to define oil? If you shampoo today. And it become oily tomorrow, then you are oily scalp. Okay, if you feel damp、okay. or oily within one day, then you are oily scalp. You need to shampoo every day. But if you、uh, okay after three days, four days, you still feel uh very dry and fluffy, then you are dry scalp. So you can you can wash uh three days uh one wash it's enough so three okay. times every three days okay yes okay so it depends okay yeah I go I go long Adrian you go a long time yeah well not as long as you yeah, I, can, I can go a week and without without much、okay. oil even in summer time lucky you. Yeah, pretty much, pretty much. Like, I, if I don't touch it a lot, you know, like I try to keep it back in a ponytail or work or touch out. It. Yeah, if I don't work out, if it's one of those weeks, I can I can stretch it up to a week, but I'm dying by like day seven to wash to wash it. I'm dying to wash it. So, yeah, I would say every five to seven days I wash it. Yeah, and I'm every like four to five. Sometimes, like, depends on how busy I am, but yeah, every. Sometimes three, yeah. If I'm doing like hot yoga or it's humid out and the weather affects your hair so much, so yeah, every three to five. Personally, I just love a clean scalp. I love that feeling, and I think it's because I don't wash it so much. So when I do, I really appreciate it. But I love that feeling of a clean scalp. Like when I'm at the hairdresser and they're scrubbing my hair, there's no better feeling for me. It makes me so、yeah. happy. Oh, I love that feeling. 
<laughs> yeah, like all follicles can breathe in the same time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. 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 <laughs> right. So exfoliating so is amazing. You know, exfoliating is a very important routine for my scalp scalp care. Yeah. Yeah. Well, this was wonderful. Thank you so much, Catherine and Mimi, for coming on our podcast and talking about scalp health. You know, it's a topic that we have not really covered on our podcast. And it is so important, especially being redheads. Our red hair is our identity and it's, you know, who we are and we love our red hair. So healthy scalp equals healthy red hair. So it was just Wonderful to get all your tips, and I, I can't wait to wash my hair later tonight. <laughs> I'll think about you, ladies. <laughs> yes. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for inviting us because this is really uh, a very precious opportunity for us to learn that um, there is a group of red hair girls, and you got so yeah. deep skin that you know this really help us to understand and inclusive for more different scalp yeah definitely yes thank you so much thank you so much love you now available eyebrow and lash products for redheads created by us adrian and stephanie clean paraben free vegan made in the usa discover eyebrow gels and a precision pencil in universal red for all redheads, mascaras in auburn and brown with the tint of red, and so much more. Shop it all at shop.howtobearedhead.com. They were great, weren't they? Yeah, I know. I learned so much about my scalp, and it makes me want to... I'm due to wash my hair tonight. It makes <laughs> me want to do the whole you know, mm-hmm. regimen prior to just applying shampoo because I think we all get in that routine of just shampoo and conditioner, shampoo and conditioner, and then in between doing, you know, styling our hair and then scalp buildup can occur. So I learned so much from them. And obviously, we can see them, you guys can't listening. But they were both really just beautiful people to talk to. Um, We've never talked to anyone in Asia. So that was really cool. Really cool. Yeah. And we hope to have them in another H2 bar box in the future. And I think too, what we heard from a lot of some subscribers, not all is I think that they were getting thrown off by the fact that the brand focuses on psoriasis and dandruff. And they were saying, well, you know, we heard from a couple subscribers saying, I don't have that. But I think talking with them, I'm hoping that you gather that it doesn't matter if you are dealing with that or not. It's important to start a scalp regimen to avoid that and just really take care of your skin, your skin, which is your scalp, as a foundation. So the products really that we included in the box is for everyone. And I think that's something that I'm so happy that they touched upon and that they shared all their tips and kind of breaking those myths that you may see on TikTok was really fun to talk to them too. Yeah, I think so too. And I'm one of those people. I don't have flaky scalp. I never have an itchy scalp. Uh but after talking to them, I realized that I do need to give more love to my scalp. I do. Mm, I have that. Same. I have that product that all all Spring Deluxe subscribers receive, the Juniper. I have it. So I love that it's like a pre-wash. I love that. And 
So I think it's something to really learn about. I think for people, you know, as we're going into this next week of launching Finally Glossy, we've been getting a lot of questions, which we'll go into in a few minutes, but we've been getting a lot of questions about hair health. And that's why we wanted to talk to Mimi and Catherine because Mm -hmm. so many people forget about the scalp, even when it comes to a sunburn, like people don't even think like when I see a redhead, And she's like the stereotypical redhead like you and I, Stephanie, or he, whatever. And they don't have a hat on. I'm always Mm. like, oh my God. Well, first of all, I'm vain and I don't want my hair to fade. And I know the sun will make my hair fade. But on top of that, Mm -hmm. I'm like, I really don't want a scalp sunburn. And I think so many people don't think about a scalp sunburn. Yeah. No, it's true. It's so true. And it's so painful. So if it can be avoided with some of the tips that they recommend, especially as we get into the summer, definitely do that redheads because you won't regret it. Mm. So daily, we get an array of questions from social media, comments, emails, and direct messages. So it's time for question and answers. We thought it would be fun to bring these to the How to Be a Redhead podcast because we get so many daily. Mm -hmm. And so today, we are going to answer three questions. And what we've done lately is kind of pick the certain questions we get, and then we pop them into our document that goes for that particular subject. So today we're going to try to focus as much on scalp and hair as possible. And hair. Mm-hmm. And so if you want to send in your questions, you can email h2barpodcast at gmail or e- uh, DM us on Instagram, uh, TikTok at how to be a redhead. So let's get into it. So the first question is from Chelsea on Facebook. And she said, tea tree oil on my scalp has completely gotten rid of my itchy scalp. I wanted to share this with all the redhead lovies out there. I also use a scalp massage shampoo brush and it helps exfoliate my scalp. Maybe an article on our website. So that's a great question I and comment, you know, and feedback. So thank you, Chelsea, if you're listening. <laughs> but I think we have mentioned this in multiple articles, a scalp massager shampoo brush is something mm-hmm. new, I think, right, Adrian? Yeah. Like I've seen it on Amazon and yeah. I know a couple of our writers have written about it. And we did highlight it on this episode with Catherine and Gina. And they they recommended it, but don't aggressively use it, right? Don't like mm-hmm. hurt your scalp so much, but you can incorporate it by gently, you know, doing using it prior to shampooing. So I personally don't do it. I feel like I should though. Yeah. (laughs) Tell me you don't remember this, Stephanie. Tell me you don't. At Providence Place Mall on the first floor across from Bath and Body Works. Oh my god. They were selling those like scalp things and the guy would like try to do it to you. (laughs) Yeah. They would always try to like corner you. Right? Yeah. They were like the first scalp people like I ever I was like, what is this? Like what is going on? They were always in the, and there was a kiosk with like hand lotion. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like in the same section. Yeah. I think our like love for beauty definitely, like, definitely stemmed from mom and like Nana and stuff. But we were really into beauty, if you think about it, more so than like other kids. We thought it was normal, but I think we were like really into it. The fact that you even remember that. And I remember that. <laughs> yeah. I know. I know. Oh my God. I wonder if they're still, I mean, who goes to the mall anymore, which is kind of sad. I know. I know. I know. But um, yeah, tea tree oil. I love tea tree oil. Uh, we actually had a brand stuff. Was it the body shop? They put in a tea tree oil shampoo and conditioner. Mm-hmm. I think that was in the 
the fall deluxe H2 bar box. They put a they put a shampoo and conditioner in, and I love it. Like I find tea tree oil to be extremely soothing on the skin and the scalp. But you know, all redheads are different, and I know a lot of redheads too are very sensitive to scents. So I think this is a case by case basis. Yeah. I think if tea tree yeah. oil works for you, that's great. I personally would turn to a product like Aramas. I would personally because I know that it's been like formulated for scalps, but if a normal tea tree oil like that works for you, I think that's great. And yeah, a massager and a shampoo brush. I think there's a lot more knowledge going around about the stimulation of the scalp mm-hmm. and how that can really help. And I know I shared the story. I'm talking to Mimi and Catherine about, you know, my husband now, like st- he, he talked actually recently about like having to stimulate his scalp with his hands. That's what the directions say for this product he's using. And I was like, oh, you should get a scalp massager. Scalp and he hadn't massager. heard. Yeah. So I feel like there's something there. There must be science behind it. So what we'll do, Chelsea, on Facebook is we will link some of our favorite scalp articles so that you can take a look and see what we've been recommending for many years now. Yeah. And the next question is Amber. And she left a comment actually on our website saying, should I use a water filter in my shower if I want to make sure my red hair stays vibrant and shiny? I definitely think, you know, Adrian and I are so about water. So 100%. Um, there's a bunch that you can just buy at, um, like if you go to Lowe's or Home Depot, they sell them, I think. But also on Amazon, I know that... Um, I love Berkey. Yeah, same. I was going to say we have the Berkey. Stephanie and I both, we have the Berkey They're filters. They're always sold out. So if you can grab one, get it. Yeah. They're really, really great. Also, like I have a well at our house and we have a hard water generator. No, it removes the hard water. Something to do with it removes something so it makes your hair shiny. And mom always says that when she comes to my house. She says, mm. my hair feels so soft. And I, we have some generator that filters the water and removes it so it's not so harsh on your skin. I don't know exactly That's the cool. details of it. I didn't yeah, know that. Yeah. So if you have a well, look into that. And if not, and you're on city, definitely using a filter, making sure that you keep up with changing them out. I think like Berkey yeah. recommends every six months or mm-hmm. something, depending on where you live, right? Water is something... Yeah. De- where you live really matters, but I think everywhere... You can't really trust anywhere. No, <laughs> like, no, no. I have personally, uh, Stephanie and I both, we do RO filters for our drinking water at mm-hmm. our house. We do shower filters. Um, I'm even like OD and I have a water filter under my bathroom sink to wash my face. That's how yeah. like OD I am. But where I live, there is a water problem. So... I kind of had no choice, but I think about like you right. know, just brushing your teeth. Like I, I, I love my skincare. As if you listen to this podcast, we love skincare. So I'm like constantly washing my face, you know, or in there morning and night and brushing my teeth. And so yeah, I think filters are very, very important. I believe we have some recommendations on our website where we talk about this, but we'll link the Berkey directly. I buy it on walmart.com. That's like where you get the most luck buying it. It's even oh, sold out on okay. Amazon most times. So we'll link it there so that you can you can get your Berkey water filter. But I find it to be one of the best ones on the market. Yeah, that's a good tip. And so third question is, I hope I'm posting this in the right place. I'm a natural redhead and haven't worn makeup for pretty much the last 10 years since I was in junior high. 
My boyfriend hasn't helped matters. He has always told me how much better I look without makeup and really discouraged me from wearing it whenever I would try it out. I'm looking for tips for everyday makeup to start with on IGDM. Her name is Ella. Oh, wow. Oh, wow, Ella. I think you, your boyfriend... <laughs> I don't know. Maybe shouldn't give Let's you, be shouldn't give his tips. If it makes you feel good, whether you wear makeup or not, it's really not his concern. I think at the end of the day, it's whatever makes you happy yeah. and confident. And you can either choose to wear it or not to wear it. And some days you can go a little heavier. Some days you can go all natural. Yeah. And I'm and not one to recommend TikTok, but I think if you have the algorithm for you and you're just looking mm. at makeup, that's a great place to start. I mean, there are just, I would say millions, millions of videos of people doing beginner makeup. If you just do hashtag beginner makeup, makeup 101. I mean, there's so many ways that you can get advice, specifically even redheads. I mean, we have, if you type into how to be a redhead.com, just 101 makeup tips, you know, I, I would start there. I think too, when we formulated, um, finally have brows and finally have lashes, we always keep in mind how we were when we first started wearing makeup. And mm -hmm. I'm really proud of the fact that if any redhead started with finally have brows and finally have lashes, it's such a natural look that I think yeah. that that is just such a great way that you can get started. And then from there, you know, you can go into eyeliners and foundation and, you know, you can start building your makeup routine, but I would start really natural and just enhancing your great natural features and take this from me. Like, you know, you have to do you and do not listen to a boyfriend or husband or significant other partner, whoever that tells you what to do, because whatever makes you feel good, makes you feel good. End of story. Yeah. That's correct. Yeah. <laughs> so this has been a really, really fun episode. We are going to get back working so we can get the finally glossy out to you all on June 16th on our launch day. Yay. We're going to have a very, very specific episode next Friday. And we're going to be answering some of your questions that you have that we thought were really interesting and we should bring to the podcast. So join us next week for that really special launch. And thank you so much for joining us with Mimi and Catherine from Taiwan. That was super, super cool. So want to help us spread the news about the How to Be a Redhead brand in this podcast, please give us a five-star review and tell your friends, redheads, and everyone else to subscribe. You can listen to this podcast directly on our website, on Apple iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. And don't forget to look at the podcast notes to find links with some of the products that we did mention and so much more. Rock it like a Rock redhead.